The scum in this city need a wake-up call. Larry, look! It's the fucking Punisher! No shit! Hey, asshole, come get some! Yeah, dipshit! We ain't scared of you! Shit, Tom. What if he really does come up here? No! Please! Shit! You killed him! That'll teach him. No! Five minute freak! They brought their fucking toys with them! Who are these guys? You're fucked. They're too dumb to play with themselves. They're too dumb to play with themselves. Hi guys, it's Scott Gardner here with another spellbinding installment of the 5 Minute Freak. Today I want to present to you my review of the recent DVD release for Punisher Warzone. I missed seeing this movie when it originally came to the theaters, and I really wanted to check it out, but between the the lackluster trailers and his weird-looking new outfit and the change of actor portraying the Punisher, a lot of the bad press it seemed to get right around release time, and the fact that it didn't last at the cinemas for more than, like, five minutes, well, I just, I kind of let it just slip past me and figured, well, you know, I'll catch it eventually somewhere down the road, probably when it hit DVD or whatever. I never did hear too much more about it after that, Other than, you know, occasionally talking to friends and getting the secondhand comment, you know, well, so-and-so told me it wasn't very good, or, you know, I actually heard outright that it sucked. So, you know, I waited for it to to come around on DVD and was sort of half anticipating it, but, you know, normally I'll run right out on the Tuesday these things come out and snap it up. Well, I didn't get this until Thursday or Friday of whatever week it came out. Then it's been sitting around the house ever since. Well, I literally have just finished watching this movie, so I wanted to do... I guess what's becoming our standard, you know, off the top of my head, first impression style review. So here goes, Punisher Warzone. This movie was fan-fucking-tastic. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Now, I'm not the biggest Punisher fan in the world. You know, I've read a lot of his stuff over the years, but not in any great quantity except for the Marvel Knights and the Marvel Max stuff. I would imagine that anybody that actually saw this movie and didn't like it, can't possibly be much of a Punisher fan either. But if you are a Punisher fan, especially of the Punisher stuff, you know, the way he was portrayed in the Marvel Knights series and the Marvel Max comics written by Garth Ennis, you're going to find a lot to love in this movie. It is extremely faithful to that version of the character, but it is faithful overall to the comic book origins of the character from all his, you know, appearances in Marvel Comics, you know, both in the the Max stuff and not. And, you know, it includes nods and asides to, you know, quite a bit of Punisher lore. Now, I particularly enjoyed and was completely surprised, pleasantly so, by the inclusion of the character of Microchip. He's portrayed by Wayne Knight, who, in case you can't place that name, he was Newman on Seinfeld, the big guy. He was also the big guy, the computer programmer guy in the first Jurassic Park film, you know, the one that got eaten in his vehicle. He's not got a whole lot to do in this movie, but what he brings to it I liked. He, he is, I mean, an excellent casting choice for that character, and I really enjoyed seeing him. And it was just nice to see that element of the Punisher uh, mythos touched upon. 
Speaking of pleasantly surprised, I was really, really impressed with Ray Stevenson, the new Punisher. You know, he plays the Punisher in this movie. The last movie we had was uh, was Thomas Jane. Now, Ray Stevenson, you know, this guy had a lot of measuring up to do in my eyes going into this movie because I really enjoyed and was really attached to Thomas Jane's portrayal of uh, Frank Castle, both in the last Punisher film that we got and the video game that came out right about the same time. However, I, you know, I quickly came to realize right early on in this movie that Stevenson really does play a much better Punisher on a lot of levels. First off was his ability to just act. Not that Thomas Jane can't act, but in that Punisher film that he was in, you know, he really just spent a lot of time just kind of brooding and delivering a lot of Rambo-esque lines of dialogue. You know, no offense to Thomas Jane, you know, I still like him both as an actor and as, you know, as the Punisher, particularly in that video game I mentioned. But Stevenson won me over just really quick into this movie. There's a scene early on where Castle visits his family's gravesite that actually teared me up, and that's no joke. There are several scenes in which you can literally feel the pain and anguish that this guy's going through. You know, the inner torment and the conflict going on inside of the character of Frank Castle. I was touched by that. I, I was impressed by that. And Frank Castle is just plain better written in this movie. You know, Gone or all the stupid updates or whatever the fuck you call them that were going on with the character's origins and motivations in the last Punisher movie. You know, he's not with the FBI or whatever the hell he was in in the last one. He He's a Punisher motivated by the brutal slaying of his wife and two young children on a bright sunny day at a picnic in the park, just like in the comics. And exactly as it was shown in the Ennis stuff. This film really brought a lot of that great Ennis stuff to life, and I thought it was very well done in this movie. I also saw a lot of nods to the video game that I mentioned earlier. That game got a lot of mixed reviews when it came out, and, well, I guess it continues to, but I personally loved that game, and it's one of my all-time favorites. It's not because it's particularly original in the world of video gaming or anything like that, but because it so perfectly captured just everything that makes the Punisher cool. Mainly that, you know, it's full of completely over-the-top violence. You know, and that's the main thing ported over to this movie from that game, is the fact that the Punisher punishes. It isn't just another stupid shoot-em-up movie, you know, get the bad guys picture. It's not Dirty Harry or Die Hard or whatever. The Punisher tortures these motherfuckers, and in some absolutely brutal ways, too. You know, there's shooting and stabbing and grinding and exploding and decapitating and eye-gouging and head-popping and... Well, yeah, there's shooting, but it's not just bang-bang, oh, you got me, Sheriff, shooting. You know, it's the, you know, splattering these guilty bastards into little teeny tiny bits. Now, I'm not all about the blood and gore. As a fact, I'm way, you know, I'm not that kind of movie watcher. I'm pretty much a pussy when it comes to, like, horror flicks and stuff for that very reason. I'm just, that's not my thing. But in in an instance like this, I mean, you don't go to see the Punisher movie and you shouldn't expect anything less than completely over-the-top insane violence. And, man, this movie doesn't fuck around with that. It, It delivers it in spades. In case I'm leaving any doubt in your head about this, this is not, not, not a comic book movie for the kiddies. I can't stress that shit highly enough. There are some comic book conventions that are used in the presentation and storytelling, but, you know, it's far from campy. This ain't the Batman TV show with Adam West. You know, this is the farthest you can get from kid-friendly. So, you know, take the same warning as I gave with Watchmen. The kids don't belong anywhere near this movie. You know, I don't want to leave the impression, though, that it's all just a bunch of spurting blood, either. 
This Punisher flick, unlike the last one, actually has a really good story. Without spoiling it for you, I'll just say that the filmmakers really took a big risk by having Frank do something I don't think has ever been done in the Punisher comics, which is he colossally fucks up at the beginning of this movie in a pretty major way, and the consequences of his actions haunt him through the rest of this picture. He truly is a complex, driven, and conflicted character. You know, he knows full well that he is damned to hell for what he's doing. But he's come to accept that fate, and he's determined to take every low-life scumbag criminal son of a bitch he can down with him. <laughs> you know, as an ex-police officer, I can relate to that. I think everybody, at one time or another in their life, has had a sense of frustration with our shit legal system, particularly here in America today. And at one time or another, most of us have wished the guilty would simply get punished. That's what I liked about this movie. <laughs> there were even a lot of, you know, a good number of laugh out loud, cheer for Frank, hey, those bastards got exactly what was coming to them kind of satisfaction moments. Nitpicks or complaints? Surprisingly few. Um, the use of the quote-unquote arch nemesis is a bit of a stretch, and it's a little weird of a decision, you know, on the filmmaker's part with this. I get the feeling they were going for kind of a Joker in Dark Knight feel, but, you know, Dominic West, he does play a convincing jigsaw. A lot of the decision to use that character was forgiven by me just for the sheer over-the-top way in which Frank Castle causes the creation of Jigsaw. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but goddamn, it is gruesome. I mean, yeesh. The gang recruitment scene, however, with Jigsaw and his brother, that was my sole cringe-inducing moment in the movie. There were a couple of other awkward moments or scenes that could have maybe been trimmed or reworked or whatever, but that was the only one where I thought out that it was out-and-out out goofy. I know what the director was going for, but it just fell kind of flat. Also, there aren't any DVD extras, and that really sucks. I would have loved to have heard a director's commentary or maybe some interviews with comic creators who'd worked on The Punisher over the years. Now, but that, you know, that is to say that this was a one-disc rental through the Redbox, so, you know, maybe there is a special edition with some of that kind of stuff out there to be purchased. I, I really don't know. The one I got had just the movie and about 80 friggin' trailers on it, so I was pretty disappointed with the lack of any extra content. But I don't want to focus on the negative at all. I really want to give this film my fullest endorsement and also say that I sure as hell hope that the sequel rumors that have been floating around about this have some ring of truth to them because I fucking loved this movie. It didn't pull any punches. It didn't fuck around with the, with the formula. It just took what works about the Punisher when the Punisher works, you know, when he's really clicking, and it just ran with that, and I, I loved it for that reason. I think a lot of other comic book properties could take a cue from this movie. So, Punisher Warzone. Big thumbs up. I truly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm going to watch it again and again. I hope there's a sequel with Stevenson. You know, that would be nice. And what would be even nicer is if maybe Warner Brothers could make a Batman flick half as entertaining as this movie. Just saying. So what the hell are you waiting for? Go rent it already! Scott out. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.libsyn.com where you can download all of our episodes and find our forum to openly and freely discuss topics from this and all other episodes with us and your fellow listeners. twotruefreaks.libsyn.com 
is spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S dot Libsyn, which is L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. You can email us directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to the 2 True Freaks podcast. The 2 True Freaks now have a phone line where you can call and leave a completely inappropriate message. Maybe we'll even use it on the show. That number is 1-585-COP-LURE. That's 1-585-267-5873. If you enjoyed this show, why not review us in iTunes? And if you didn't enjoy this show, why not review us in iTunes? Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com slash league. Two True Freaks has been brought to you today by DeManzo Core of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U. But wait, there's more! Two True Freaks is very proud to present a sensational new group. Direct from Boston, performing their song, The Pusher, Here's Hatch! Snowflakes running over my head, a goose bump in leather. If I'm hungry at 4:30 in the morning, thank God we'll deliver. And I'm also oh tired of you pushing me down, so my knees are two inches in the ground. And I said, I said, God damn, God damn, I Snowflakes running over my head, goose bumping leather. If I'm hungry at four thirty in the morning, think I will deliver. And I'm also tired of you pushing me down, so my knees are two inches in the ground. And I said, I said, God damn, God damn, I. You know I smoked a lot of grass, popped a lot of pills, but I ain't found nothing yet my spirit could kill. When I check Hatch out at myspace.com slash one hatch band. That's myspace.com slash the number one H-A-T-C-H-B-A-N-D. That's myspace.com slash one hatch band, where you can learn more about the band, sample more of their great music, and even buy their new CD. 
and tell them Two True Freaks sent you.